This is Mario Andretti, and you are listening to Below the Yellow Line. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Spotter Stand YouTube channel and the Below the Yellow Line podcast. Very excited to have you all with me today, or tonight, rather. We're going to do a couple things in this video. There was no Xfinity post-race show this weekend. We're going to do a, a little recap of that race, go over the results and the point standings, as there's only one race left now in the Xfinity Series round of 12. And we're also going to talk about Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson, probably the biggest story aside from, obviously, the winner, William Byron, in this weekend's Cup Series race at Texas. So we're going to jump right into it, and we're going to start with Larson and Bubba. So I, I think it was like 17 to go. It might have been 30. I'm not exactly sure, to be honest, how many laps were left um, when this spin for Larson happened. So Bubba was on the outside. Okay, he kind of beaten Larson through the middle three and four. And so they go off into one. Kyle Larson's car snaps loose, backs into the wall. Of course, because it's Bubba Wallace, it's automatically intentional. Bubba should automatically be suspended and, you know, all the good nonsense. Um, but it's aerodynamics, people. I saw so much just misinformation in the comments of various posts, the highlight video on YouTube that oh barred at it intentionally. No. Shaking my head. Shaking my head. Um it's just no one would said a thing. No one no one would have said a thing if it wasn't Bubba Wallace on the outside of Kyle Larson. That that's a factual statement, I think. And I may be wrong, but I don't think anybody would have made a peep if Kyle Larson had gotten loose under anybody else. It wouldn't have been intentional if it was anybody else. But when it's Bubba Wallace, yeah, obviously, completely intentional. He did it on purpose. He spun Larson on purpose. It's arrow freaking dynamics. It's racing. I get it. I mean, if you're a Larson fan, I get it. You're going to be ticked. I've done that before. Um, but it's just... It's it's false to say that Bubba Wallace did that intentionally. It's going to happen to Bubba in his career. It's going to happen to Larson. It's going to happen to everybody on that track Sunday at some point in their careers. Or it has. Or in the case of Larson, it happened yesterday. They're going to get sucked around by that pole. When you have a car on the outside of you, whether you be at Talladega, Kansas, heck, even Bristol, you're going to get arrow loose. You're going to lose the nose of the race car. And especially when you're like Bubba, when you had one tire, I think his front tire was ahead of Larson's at that point when Larson's car snapped loose, which it was already kind of loose getting in the corner. That didn't help his case. Um, it's going to happen. You're going to get aerodynamically loose. So everybody, no. <laughs> Bubba Wallace did not wreck Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson didn't wreck Kyle Larson. I also saw people saying Kyle Larson ran out of talent. If he made an incredible save, would have been an incredible save. But it's so hard to save a car like that. And that, that thing just didn't like him. Wait, hot, slick racetrack already makes your car loose. Especially when you got another car pinned right there. And guys, Bubba Wallace didn't have a choice. Clean air is so critical at Texas with how bad of a racetrack it is. You have to be aggressive. You have to make that move. That's not a move Bubba Wallace could have waited to make. That's not a move Bubba Wallace could have made 10 laps later. Larson would have been gone. Okay, so... That's something else you have to understand. Not only is it a racing incident, it's also something that was necessary. Not wrecking him, 
but pinning him down like that, forcing that air onto his nose, all of us would have done the same exact thing. I'm just saying. If we didn't, then we wouldn't be in the seat because obviously we wouldn't have had a, a desire to win. But um, that's just my take on that. Wanted to clear the air with that. I've also seen some people saying just Kyle Larson isn't clutch. He always wrecks in these late moments. Uh, in these late moments, Charlotte in the Coke 600 this year, uh, Darlington. It's like, yeah, Charlotte, maybe he just lost the car. But Sunday was an example of just aerodynamics, racing happening. Um, and oh, Darlington was, he got chest ached. So, no, I, Kyle Larson is clutch. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be an NASCAR champion. If he wasn't clutch, he wouldn't have won, um, you know, races like Fontana last year. He wouldn't have won races uh, like Richmond this year on late race restarts if he wasn't clutch. So big disagree there. Let's talk this Xfinity race. It's not going to be a full blown post race show. And to be honest, guys, not much happened in this race. Um, there were some wrecks there were some tire blowouts, but until like the final five laps, not much happened. But late Allgaier, Justin Allgaier, who won the first two stages, last week's winner of Bristol, battling with Parker Kligerman. And poor Justin Allgaier finished his fifth in a race where he was clearly the best race car, clearly had the best car. And unfortunately uh, for Parker Kligerman, who had a chance to win, still a great points day, right? Finishing second, but... Um, a win would have been huge, would have moved him on automatically to the round of eight and would have eliminated some big guys, some big names, or put some big names that he battled, that he's going to battle for the championship in jeopardy. I still feel good about him going to the Roval. Road courses have been his strength this year, uh, but he has four top fives in the last six races. That team is rolling. That team is really fast right now. He had a chance, but like Kyle Larson, he didn't lose the car, but he did get loose. He did get loose, and that allowed John Hunter Niemicek, who was my pick, he was my pick, he led 38 laps to win the race. He has seven wins. That'd be incredible in a Cup Series season. In an Xfinity Series season, with only 33 races, albeit a season that's not even finished yet. Seven wins. That's really impressive. We still have five races left. He's won a quarter of the races this year. That doesn't happen anymore. Unless you're Kevin Harvick or Kyle Larson, you don't win a quarter of the races in the NASCAR National Series anymore. Nemechek is proving why he'll be a full-time cup guy next year. Um, now, was Allgaier more deserving? Yes, but I say this a lot. As Richard Petty said, deserves has nothing to do with it in the sport. Too many variables. Big shout-out. How about friend of the channel, Ryan Ellis, putting it in P13 on raw speed. Showing why he's going to get a full-time ride next year as well. Dawson Cram, another friend of the channel, P21. How about that, Dawson? Good run, man. Good run. Good stuff. Um, Trevor Bain, unfortunately, in an incident. Sam Mayer is now in big trouble on the playoffs cut line. Riley Herbs just continues to spiral. Brennan Poole had a scary incident with the pit road uh, wall. Thankfully, he's okay. Kligerman second, Sammy Smith third. Big news for him. He's going to go uh, race for JRM next year. So it'll be interesting to see who JGR picks to fill that seat. Maybe they downsize. Chandler Smith fourth, Allgaier fifth, Cole Custer sixth, Austin Hill seventh, Creed eighth, Brandon Jones ninth. He's been getting better. Brett Moffitt continues a solid year with a solid finish in 10th. Ryan C in 11th. 
Kyle Sieg, 12th. Good day for the Sieg Bros. Ryan, like I said, 13th. Fast Pasta, 14th. Kyle Weatherman, the meteorologist, 15th. Parker Chase, 16th. Daniel Dye, 17th. Good run for him, and I guess it's his debut. Uh, Clements, 18th. Lane Riggs, 19th. They had a rough start to the weekend, man. Uh, crashed in practice, couldn't qualify, then had an incident early in the race. Just kind of got behind the eight ball. Josh Williams was 20th. Dawson Cram, 21st. David Starr, 22nd. Sage Karam, 23rd. Daniel Hemrick, 24th. Not a good day, man. CJ McLaughlin, 25th. Joey Gase, 26th. Josh Berry, 27th. I know he hadn't won yet. I still have Barry as a virtual lock for the round of eight. Like, yeah, especially Bristol. He could win there. Now, man, he and Mayer are in grave danger. Yaley, 28th. Gorala, 29th. Retzloff, 30th. Jeb Burton, 31st. Man, more playoff guys with issues. Jeffrey Earnhardt, 32nd. Trevor Bain, 33rd. Brennan Poole, 34th. Patrick Emerlin, 35th. Joe Graff, 36th. Riley Herbst, 37th. Sam Mayer, 38th. Take a look at the standings. Allgaier, Nemechek locked in. Uh, Custer locked in because he's plus 63. Austin Hill feeling good, plus 44. Chandler Smith feeling good, plus 32. But you never know, man. Nothing is guaranteed. Sammy Smith plus 18. Creed plus 9. And I think Hemrick went from like plus 20 to plus 1. One point above, last man in, first man out, Parker Kligerman, minus one. Next three guys, not mathematically in a must win, but you kind of feel that way. Jeb Burton, minus 19, Barry, minus 27, Mayer, minus 34. Obviously, you feel most confident about Kligerman making it in at the Roval in a couple weeks over all those guys, but Mayer's won the last two row courses. Barry has shown he can win anywhere. I don't know what you can say about Jeb Burton, but he's he exists. <laughs> um, owner standings-wise for these guys, let's see. College Car is in ninth. Um, who is it that's out? Oh, the 19 is still in. Okay, 19 still in. Manufacturer-wise, 19 and 7th in the owner playoffs. Chevy leads Toyota by 73, Ford by 134, Ford trails Toyota by 61, Chevy 14 wins. Uh, John Hunter dragging Toyota to win number 11. Ford has three. Next race for the Xfinity Series, the Charlotte Roval. On what would that be? October 7th? Maybe? I don't know. I think it's October 7th. Um, I think it is. Yeah. Like, subscribe, comment, share. Just want to talk about a couple things tonight. I had a great chat yesterday with Ken Martin, NASCAR's director of historical content. Look for that on the podcast and YouTube channel tomorrow. Thank you guys for watching, listening. Like, subscribe, comment, share, rate, review. Email us below the online podcast at gmail.com. That's all lowercase, no space below the online podcast at gmail.com. I'm Samuel Stubbs from the Spider Stand and the Below the Online Podcast. I'll catch you next time. Goodbye.